You're listening to Proclaim Gospel Podcast. Coming to you from Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Your host is Evangelist Joel Gums. Welcome back to Proclaim Gospel. And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached into all the world, unto all nations, for witness. Then shall the end come. Brothers and sisters, are you ready for the end to come? I am. The word today is entitled, They said, He is stark crazy. They said, He is stark crazy. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, as we open your word today, I pray that you would draw divinely close, that your Holy Spirit will impress upon our hearts and our minds your will, and that you will touch hearts, change lives, and save souls. Is my prayer in your Son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. So you will ask me, what does the word stark mean? The individual was stark crazy or stark naked. So then, it means to an absolute or complete degree, holy. So the topic today is, they said he is stark crazy. So in other words, when someone says that you are stark crazy, it means that you are holy or completely crazy. Let us turn to the book of Mark chapter 3. All right, we're going to be reading from verse 20 onward to 25. Verse 20 onward to 25. The word of the Most High says, And the multitude cometh together again, so that they could not so much as eat bread. And when his friends heard of it, they went out to lay hold on him. For they said, He is beside himself. And the scribes which came down from Jerusalem said, he hath Beelzebub, and by the prince of the devils casteth he out devils. And he called them unto him, and said unto them in parables, How can Satan cast out Satan? And if a kingdom be divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. And if a house be divided against itself, that house cannot stand. Now let's do justice to this passage of scripture. We're going to go back up to verse 20. Now Yeshua was all over Galilee. He was healing the sick, casting out demons, raising the dead. He calmed the raging seas. And now here he is, going into the house of Peter to come aside and to talk with his disciples. But you see, Yeshua was a celebrity he was a mega celebrity. He is who you will call a real superstar back in his day. But the scribes and the Pharisees, they did not like him because he was too famous. He was uncovering their plots and their self-righteousness. He was exposing the rulers of the day. And many times they sought an opportunity to kill him, but his time was not yet come. Now let's go on down into this very beautiful narrative. And the multitude cometh together again, so that they could not so much as eat bread. These people thronged the home of Peter, and the place was rampacked. There was no sitting room 
only standing room or maybe kneeling room or room on the outside of the place was there was a huge crowd whenever Yeshua is around people will be drawn to him likewise we must be drawn to the Savior because he is king of kings and master of masters anyone who enters into the presence of Yeshua the son of the most high is not going to be the same there is going to be a change and even in the midst of the king of kings and master of masters the savior of the world even in the midst of the savior satan presents himself in the form of scribes and pharisees and the detractors all they came along to find fault with the savior who was perfect he was a perfect and sinless man on earth yet still these people came out just to find fault with him so that they can set him up to be killed but Yahweh created their puny minds and how can they outthink the God who created them? Would someone explain that to me? So the scripture says that there was not even room for them to eat. This tells me that the Savior of the world came as a man indeed. You see, he did not come as an angel. He did not come as a spirit being. He came as a man, 100% man and 100% God. He was the God-man and he was there with his disciples in the house and but not even bread they could eat because there were so many people coming to see the savior so many people needed healing so many people needed to see a man who loved them a man who brought peace to them a man who brought forgiveness to them a man who would die for them these people came out and they thronged him the press was great that there was no more room on the inside of the house and when his friends, let's look at verse 21, and you see his friends, when his friends heard of it, they went out to lay hold on him. They were his relatives. These were his brothers and his sisters, his cousins. These were relatives of Yeshua. The charge went out that Yeshua is stark crazy. And these people came out because Yeshua was doing his father's business. But like as I said before, the detractors are always going to be present when Yeshua is in your life. The detractors are always going to be present when Yeshua is going to do something great and marvelous. Listen to what I'm saying to you today. So they came out to look for him because they heard that he was out again doing his ministry. And the scripture goes on to say that they wanted to lay hold on him for they said that he is besides himself. In other words, that he is mentally unstable. He is a maniac. He is delirious. There's something wrong with his upstairs. They charged Yeshua with being crazy, mentally ill. And I'm certain that if it was today, the, the mental health department will be sending out their workers to hold Yeshua and bring him to the behavioral health department of the hospital and uh, treat him for mental instability. Brothers and sisters, this is a very serious charge that the Satan brought up against the Son of God, the Son of Yahweh. But you see, this is the great controversy that, that we are dealing with. Satan will always do everything to detract the work of Yahweh, whether it is you or the pastor or the church. 
So you see, it was the enemies of, of Yeshua that raised this report. And his relatives, probably thinking that it was true, went to confront him. My brothers and my sisters, listen to what I'm going to be telling you now. Let a Christian but neglect the care of his body for a time in striving to enter in at the straight gate. Let a minister of Yeshua but impair his health by his pastoral labors. Presently, he is distracted. He has not the least conduct nor discretion. But let a man forget his soul. Let him destroy his health by debaucheries. Let him expose his life through ambition. And he may, notwithstanding, pass for a very prudent and sensible man. Hear what I'm saying to you today. When you, the church brother or sister, have to neglect your health because you are so focused on mission, that you are mission-minded and you want to save the, the lost souls out there, they will criticize you and say that, that you are just missing your mark and you are distracted. They will say all sorts of things about you. But let somebody out there who is running after the things of the world and the pleasures, let them expose themselves to the ambitions of life, notwithstanding pass for a very prudent and sensible man. These people will praise such individuals. Listen to me as I say some more as I expound and, and magnify and put some meat on this particular verse here, when they charged that Yeshua was crazy. He is delirious or deranged. You see, the reason why this report gained any belief was probably that he had lived among them as a carpenter and the son of a carpenter. You see, he was not coming from any pedigree according to them. He was not of any substantial backing. His parents were not wealthy. They were not millionaires of the day. They could not send their children to the most prestigious schools or universities because his father or his stepfather Joseph was only a carpenter. And because he was poor and unknown, and hear me carefully, and that now at 30 years of age, he broke off from his occupations. He broke off from the carpenter shop from around his father. He abandoned his common employment and spent much time in the deserts. Brothers and sisters, because Yeshua denied himself the common comforts of life and set up his claims to be the Messiah, who was expected by all the people to come with great pomp and splendor, the charge of derangement on account of attention to religion has not been confined by the Savior. So let a man be made deeply sensible to his sins and spend much time in prayer. Spend a lot of his time in prayer and have no relish for the ordinary amusements or business of life. Or let a Christian be much impressed with his obligations to devote himself to Yahweh and act as if he believed there was an eternity, and warn his neighbors of their danger, or let a minister show uncommon zeal and spend his strength in the service of his master. And the world is not slow to call it derangement. Brothers and sisters, when you go out into the hillside to pray, when you go out to read the scripture and to fast and to pull yourself away from your friends, when you have to be 
absent for weeks and days from around the cities, from around the town and the friends that you know. When you have to dress a particular way, they will say that you are crazy. They will say that I am crazy. When you begin to preach the gospel by the roadside, when you begin to walk the streets and give out religious literature, when you offer to pray for people by the roadside, they're going to look at you and they're going to smirk. They're going to laugh. They're going to point. They're going to jeer and they're going to say, he is crazy. She is crazy. But brothers and sisters, let them say that you are crazy. Let them say that you have gone mad because Yeshua is coming soon and those very people who say that you are mad and say that I am mad are going to be running to the hills. They're going to be running to the mountains and asking the rocks to fall upon them. And none will be more ready to originate or believe the charge than an ungodly and infidel parent or brother a self-righteous Pharisee or professor in the church. These very people who profess to be Christians will believe that you are crazy, that you are insane and begin to spread the rumor. They would not come and pray with the brother or the sister. They would not join them in prayer and ministry, but will join with the liars in spreading the rumors. You see, at the same time, men may endanger themselves. On the bosom of the deep, or in the bowels of the earth for wealth, or may plunge into the vortex of fashion, folly and vice, and break in upon the hours of repose. Hear me now, and neglect their duties to their family, and the demands of business, and in the view of the world it is wisdom. Brothers and sisters, when you stand up for the Most High God, when you pull yourself aside and give yourself to prayer and fasting, and witnessing and trying to build up the kingdom of Yahweh in spreading this gospel of the kingdom into all the world unto all nations. When you purpose within your heart to seek and to save the lost, they will say that you are crazy. The scripture goes on to say, And the scribes which came down from Jerusalem said, He hath Beelzebub, and by the prince of the devils casteth he out devils. Brothers and sisters, when you begin to pray, when you begin to manifest the inner workings and the power of the Holy Ghost, people are going to say that something is wrong with this person. People are going to say that you are fake. People are going to say that this is pretense. People are going to say that you are using obey and witchcraft. These people might as well have said that Yeshua is working witchcraft and obey on these people. Yeshua said, come on here to me. How can Satan cast out Satan? How can a house that is divided against itself stand? Yeshua is saying, come on. You don't see the power working through the Son of the Most High. And in another scripture, one of the other gospels, he says, by what means then is your children casting out these demons? They will be your judges. Brothers and sisters, these people were so stiff-necked and so hell-bent on criticizing the work of the Most High God, the Son of the Most High, that they said that he's casting out devils in the name of Satan. This is how far they went back then and today, very well today. People are saying that the scriptures, the word of the Most High God, is nothing but a fairy tale book that God doesn't exist 
So they are just as terrible as the people back in Yeshua's day to day who laugh and scoff and mock at Christians and at the word of the Most High. So brothers and sisters, they will say that you are crazy. They will say that I am crazy. And even now as I present the gospel on the world wide web all over the world, there are many detractors who will be saying all sorts of things about me. But hey, if I had been mindful of what they were saying about me, I would not have been here in this ministry. Because I know that somebody out there will be listening and would be blessed by this word. So let them laugh at you. Let them mock you. Let them say you are crazy. But preach on and witness for the Most High God because your preaching and your witnessing and your Bible studies and prayer with those who are hungry for salvation will cause many to be saved in Yahweh's kingdom. And on that day when Yeshua shall come and this sky, this blue sky that we see shall recede as a scroll when it is rolled together and they see the sign of the coming of the Son of Man in the clouds with great power and glory and with billions and billions of angels and with the power of his Father and the earth shall shake off of its axis and every island shall flee. Oh yes, brothers and sisters, then every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. But it will be too late for many. For the same people who are mocking Yeshua and mocking his father and mocking the Christians and saying that the Christians are crazy and saying that Yeshua, the son of the Most High God, is crazy. They will be saying at that time that he is Yahweh's son, that he is Yeshua and master to the glory of Yahweh the Father. But it will be too late. So my brother and my sister today, I trust that this word will give you some sort of encouragement. For if they will laugh at the Savior who died to save the very people who mocked him and say he was crazy and performing miracles in the name of Satan, this very Yeshua, let me tell you something, loves you and he loves me. And stand up for him and he will stand up for you. He came to save them and they said he was crazy. They will say that you and I, we are crazy. But be crazy for Yeshua and be bold with your craziness so that you may save many. And people will taste and see that the Most High is good. Let us pray. Father in heaven, we thank you for your word. We praise your name today, Father, for you are worthy to be praised. You said, Blessed are you when men shall revile you and shall persecute you and say all manner of evil against you, against me, against us for your sake, Yeshua. Give us the faith and the strength to trust in you no matter what they say about us, no matter what they do to us. Let us remain steadfast and resolute in serving you and living for you and spreading this gospel into all the world and to all nations as a witness and then the end shall come. So Father, we thank you today for your word. And that some heart is touched and some soul is saved. In your son's name with thanksgiving. Amen. If this broadcast has been a blessing to you, you can write us at Proclaim Gospel, PO Box 336, 
Rotown Tortola, British Virgin Islands. Or you may email us at proclaimgospelvi at gmail.com. Our telephone number is 1-284-547-4601. If you desire Bible studies or prayer, please contact us. Yahweh bless you.